everyone. Welcome to uh, another episode of The Fortress of a podcast about movies, TV shows, video games, and lots of pop culture nerd things. My name is Oscar B., one of your hosts today, and with me, Peruge. He's back. We missed him last week, but he's back. Brian, a.k.a. The Beard, and also uh, Mr. Negative on a Dragon Buzzy Redemption arc. Uh, Brian, how you doing, man? We missed you last week. Uh, I exist. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm everywhere. No, but I didn't miss you guys. I know you talked about a really shitty movie, so that's pretty cool. But I'm here this week. Yeah, real quick. Did you watch it at all? I did watch it. I did not like it. I thought it was very boring. It took me multiple sittings to, <laughs> to actually get through it because I did not find it interesting in the least bit. I don't I don't know <laughs> if you heard our us yesterday, but or actually yesterday last week, but my my summary of it when I started was I feel like I fell asleep, but I never fell asleep watching this movie. <laughs> it's one of those things News where it's like, beautiful. Talk. I enjoyed looking at it. Ah, that's even kind of false. I enjoyed I looking at most of it. I don't know if I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed looking at most of it. And I, yeah. yeah. Uh, it it yeah. was. I'm not looking forward to the second part of that. That's for sure. <sighs> yeah. Well, there you go, uh, listeners. There's Brian's Rebel Moon take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just me and Brian this week, listeners. And this week, we're going to do something that we've similarly done in the past where. Uh, there's just some news that came out that we wanted to talk about, and also we were all very busy, so uh, we'll have a, a bigger, more in-detailed main topic uh, next week, hopefully, or in the future at some point. Come on, bro. You know we don't know how to shut the fuck up. We're going to make this long it's as true. hell. I was about to say, I'm not even going to say it's going to be a mini-sode, because I don't, I don't trust us. <laughs> Especially not just us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We're going to hop right into it then, listeners. Brian, should we get into the first segment of the week? Let's do it. But as usual, listeners, if you want to skip any time code, any any spoilers or or skip sections, check the time codes for all that jazz. Uh, with that, our first piece of news of the week, Brian. This one uh, was actually from like last week, but I saved it for you because I feel like <laughs> you, you care and know the most about this. Uh, and this was uh, that apparently there was a Halo Battle Royale type of mode or game that was reportedly canceled. And this is according to Xbox era co-founder Shrapshul underscore Nick. Don't know anything about that, but <laughs> I did find that kind of interesting. That I mean, not surprised, but because everyone wants to do a battle royale. But right, well, I, I was mostly interested. I was like, I wonder how Brian would feel about this. So this is a weird article that started coming out fairly recently because, as far as I've known, based on just being like in the space of like Halo events and community, this had been canceled mm-hmm. a while ago. So I was kind of confused. That's kind of like actually popped out. I think the reason they're kind of resurging this uh, comment about it not being a battle royale is because certain affinity who has worked on a a lot of the Halo games alongside 343 and also actually helped make some of that multiplayer DLC for Bungie back in the day. Um, So they've always kind of like worked coincided with them. Um, They are, in fact, helping develop a new Halo game that may or may not come out this year, if not next year. So that's why I was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. They're talking about it's not being a battle royale. But no one's expecting Halo to come out this soon because Halo Infinite is currently, they're just finished up, I guess it'll be their fourth season, fifth season, fifth season. Um, and now they're moving from the season, the seasonal kind of like content creation kind of space to moving to a content update, which is like a little bit smaller, but right. like more often. It's seeming like potentially they might be moving away from supporting Halo Infinite for much longer, Yeah, which understandable not the game, that surprising yeah, yeah the, the game has gotten really really good compared to what it was when it first came out but unfortunately they're just not garnering the the, the audience that they probably want at this point and that it's not possible i don't think i don't think they'll ever bring the people back that you know played in the beginning and then stopped playing right. so they didn't no man sky it <laughs> exactly they're just kind of at a weird odds right now so that's kind of an interesting thing yeah. that i'm looking at 
I personally <laughs> don't care. I play Halo. <laughs> I play Halo when Halo comes out. I don't. I'm not one to like get into the deep weeds when it because it's like I just as quickly as this could be, you know, not a battle royale would be a whole new multiplayer experience of Halo. It could just as easily be Halo Wars three. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't no, care about. It. I mean, my question would be like, would you want a if it were a Halo battle royale? Would you want it to be like a just purely a battle royale? No campaign. No story. Like. I, hot take, don't want a battle royale. I think battle royales are not yeah. fun. I think they are overdone. And I think that genre is towards the end of its lifespan. I think if it wasn't for Fortnite's rabid success with doing so much <laughs> shit outside of the battle royale, it wouldn't exist anymore. And I just think, like, yeah. every, outside of that, I just don't think it's an interesting genre anymore. It's, it's giving me the same thing as, like, uh, uh, MOBAs, like the League of Legends and the the Smite 2s and shit like that, where it's mm-hmm. just like, I just don't feel like, like, yeah, that's there's still a space for those games, but I just feel like it's not as big as it used to be so i don't even think it's worth trying to make a game that late right. in that lifespan for it so and my thing with that would it, it would just be like i don't know halo always was weird to me in terms of multiplayer because i mean i know that it's changed now but like uh i feel like everyone just looks like the same dude because you're all just wearing spartan armor i know you can like customize a little like more now and have different colors and everything but like I think that's what makes people flock to the Fortnites and stuff is that you can be there's Ariana so Grande. Many different <laughs> Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's that's tough. I don't know. I'm I'm biased, of course, I still play Halo to this day. And I think the customization is the best it's ever been in this version of Halo. Like I you can make your Spartan okay. look so different from what uh, you know, Master Chief looks like these days. And I think right. that's really kinda interesting. But of course you can't just be a different character. You know, you're gonna call on duty, you can be Nicki Minaj. You can also just be exactly. a fucking, you, can, you know, war hero. You can be soldier number eight, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And same with, like, Fortnite. Like, you can be just Fortnite guy, and you also be a fucking banana with sunglasses on and a, and a fucking three-piece suit. And it's like, that happens in the same game. So, I don't know. I, right. I For that, I do think that, like, their actual model when it comes to, like, buying and selling and all that kind of stuff is a little flawed. And it will probably never be as lucrative as those spaces. I don't know. I yeah. don't know that I'd love a Halo if I like logged on the Halo and I play as like a stormtrooper. You know what I mean? And that might just be a me thing. Although that that would be kind of sick if they had like stormtrooper styled Halo armor. So though, that was kind of a something. thing that I was that considering. Would be sick. Yeah, it's like maybe don't go f- so far to like being just like some fucking people, but like be other right. like armored characters. Yeah. Well, in like Halo. now that I think about it, like um, Destiny does something diff- uh, similar where, uh, like, I remember earlier this year, two things they had like a PlayStation exclusive like skins for all the, the different um guardians you could be that were inspired by like um god of war or horizon or last of us and they were just like specific like almost costume pieces and then same thing with uh later on they did some witcher uh styled armor that you could have customized so and that was kind of interesting and kind of cool i didn't buy it because i'm not putting any real money towards that <laughs> not a single dollar jesus christ man you can give them a couple bucks fuck not for a fucking first person shooter i never <laughs> customized like that in a first person shooter it's fucking dumb uh you're right you're but, right uh, <laughs> just for me personally i just don't like it because I, I the one person that gets to enjoy it, me i never get to see it <laughs> yeah no that that could be something very very interesting but um who knows what the future of halo is at this point besides halo season two which right. uh, oh. you know. <laughs> which pablo will not shut the fuck about <laughs> he's been talking a lot of shit <laughs> yes he has and he needs to stop yapping so we'll see what happens with halo we'll for see sure. we'll see next piece of news uh this one's real quick as uh, i i rem- had bookmarked this because I knew this would be interesting because I know we all love this movie, aka uh, Barbie. But uh, this is very interesting because this this could go into a deeper concept of awards and how 
meaningful slash meaningless they are. But uh, as most of the world probably knows, uh, Barbie's director, Greta Gerwig, and also star Margot Robbie, both of them did not receive uh, an Oscar nomination for what would imagine best director and uh, best actress. Honestly, I'm mostly upset about the Greta Gerwig one for best director. The Margot Robbie one, I feel like it's fine to me in, in the sense that her performance was great. But never really like I was never thought like this is the master no. class. It's oh, it's fine, but it's not her fault. I don't think. I think it's just also just the what's written. No nomination still wild to me. Like even though I don't think she would have won had she been yeah. nominated, no. just based on like just no. other things that have come out. I just feel like no nomination for the movie that just made like literal history. Yeah, just feels so weird. And it's just like to do that. And then to also have Ryan Gosling get nominate Ken is wild. Dude. Yeah, that wild. is like we've learned nothing from this space so far, based on <laughs> this so far. So yeah, so I don't, I don't know. And it's just like it just always reminds me. It was like who is in those fucking meetings and like looking at this stuff and like, yep, this makes sense. This is perfectly fine. No one have a problem with this. But yeah, it's that. Yeah, I I could not believe that when that happened. I was like, that's yeah. Y'all nominated Ken. <laughs> so like that means Greta, she didn't get nominated for anything, right? Like she she is not. No, she did. She got nominated for adapted screenplay for the movie, but just not best director. I mean, like okay. just like looking at that movie and all the things that were into it. There's a fucking giant musical number in that movie, and like it's just like, ugh, it's 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 really weird. It's really weird to be honest. Right. Um, who who were the other nominations you know for like best director for this year? I don't know because uh, there were I mean, obviously Christopher Nolan, who's most likely going to win for Oppenheimer. Um, I don't remember who the other four were. Who uh, made more money that I hadn't seen? Was it Barbie or was it Oppenheimer? Obviously, it was Barbie. <laughs> it's just so it's yeah it's 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 a real interesting and it's it's a bit of a bummer yet where it seems like yeah I don't know if we learned from the movie. And what, then people what, continue what, what, what? <laughs> to wonder why no one like watches the Oscars anymore. And it's like, you're so fucking tone yeah. deaf. And like, it's, it, I don't know. It's just so disrespectful to, cause we know like women don't tend to win a lot. We don't tend to see a lot of women mm. roles win in the Oscars. We don't send a lot of black people of color win the Oscars. Um, we're just starting to change that a little bit. And even so then it's still like, Oh, well this is the first person that's won in 40 years. And like, that's fucking <laughs> disgusting. That's yeah. despicable. Like, yeah, and then we have like a movie that literally changed like the trajectory of you know movies around that space, and then we the only person mm-hmm. we like nominate for like <laughs> acting was role dude. was the <laughs> one man in there that like had the main role, and it's like Jesus Christ, like what are we doing? And again, guys? like obviously this is no knock to Ryan Gosling. We all thought he was fucking he kind of does phenomenal. steal that movie, but that's because he's got a he's got a, an incredibly great written role. Like he's right. he's the comedic genius in there yeah everyone in that movie does so well so it's really it's it's yeah. tough and even i mean we saw his nomination saw his like surprise of it even he was like oh what the fuck he said <laughs> yeah he even had to post a message about like his disappointment in that neither margot robbie nor greta Gerwig were nominated because i think yeah i think it was probably a shock to to a lot of people about it you know i just say i really appreciate that because i do think that if we don't as men stand up for women, then nothing's actually going to change. Like women can yeah. fight for their rights all they want. And like, yes, it is always going to be like important, but mm-hmm. when men aren't checking, like we have to start making women's rights, a men's issue. Um, I right, think that's right. really important. It's not a women's issue. It is, it is a human issue. Um, exactly. And once men start realizing that, I think that makes a much more effective conversation yeah. because yeah, a lot of times men won't listen to women, but they'll listen to other men. Right. So, Right. That was just a little tired. And I'm not saying like I don't I don't think either one of them would win the award, but like right. the nomination's kind of nuts. 
I, I think that's still important. Like as much as yeah. we know that this shit doesn't matter, but it's not the fact that it like matters or not. It's like the the it's the point of it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. Absolutely. Because we all know when it comes down to it, awards don't mean anything. <laughs> but exactly. But it, it, it's mostly like it's a bummer because they don't mean anything. But we know that they do mean something to a lot of people, and that's the exactly that's the annoying part. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Socially, they still exist for a reason and are exactly. important to to that context of it. Yeah. And like it's it's one of those things where well, some people that do like really think those are are very important could potentially lead you to a future job, and that's right. the that's the annoying part. You know, mm-hmm. is that you need to kind of care because it could affect your career. You know, right. even if they you know you don't care, you know that the person who might hire you next does care. Right. 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 <laughs> But yeah, so we'll see how that pans out. I I kind of hope if Ryan Gosling does win, which would be hilarious. But I mean, I I've already said I do love that song. I think it's hilarious and I think it's fun. It's a great. It's a great number. It should also win for best song of the year because everyone knows everyone knows what that song is at this point. I hope he wins um, and I hope he changes all the lyrics to stuff. I was about to say, do something. He's got to do something. But yeah, we'll see. Um, all righty. So that is the main chunk of news before we uh move on. But r- first. Uh, to get to the next section, we got to hop into that trailer park. So let's go. Mom's Pacetti. All righty. <laughs> We're in the trailer park once again. Thank you, Brian, for that. Uh, Devin had to cover for you last week. It oh, shit. Let's go. Devin. He attempted. He attempted. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. <laughs> First trailer of the week is for Avatar, The Last Airbender, the Netflix live action series, which Brian, ah. Uh, I know I said it in my predictions, but man, I'm trying real hard not to get hyped for this show after this. I'm trying real hard, man. This, this shit look kind of good. <laughs> I'm really struggling, dude. I'm trying to hold back. I got to constantly remind myself, it's Netflix. It's Netflix. <laughs> remind myself, it's Netflix. But then this trailer, I'm like, shit looks kind of good, man. Shit looks kind of good. I'm not bad about it. I... I mean, the biggest yeah. positive is that, comparatively to the only thing we compare it to, is that movie. Uh, people are actually doing moves and bending, <laughs> and it's not like the dude does eighteen different poses and a tiny rock moves four <laughs> inches, like in that movie. This yeah. shit, yeah, like, ugh. Yeah, their, their graphics department—they've stepped it up a little bit. I don't know if they're trying to treat it more akin to like a Stranger Things or something like that, but it seems like they've put real money into this. So yeah, I, I'm enjoying what I've seen so far. Of course, you know I love the fact that there's people of color in this show. Mm. That's super cool because they definitely could have made it a Dragon Ball Evolution where it's just white people or all the cast of yeah. Shameless. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm keeping cautiously optimistic. I did hear people like Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. a whole lot. Um, I heard probably oh like, yeah ranked about like maybe a seven out of ten. Um, but people are that they didn't hate it. Wow. I haven't watched it yet. That's surprising. Yeah, exactly. So maybe they're just getting better. Maybe they've learned from their mistakes finally. Maybe. But I will say, I mean, they did come out with some interviews after this trailer came out that might concern us. They did say that they have changed the way that Aang will use the Avatar state in this series compared to the show. Basically, he's going to go Super Saiyan, which he does in the show, but they're going to use it, I think, a lot more sparingly, it sounds like, in this show than maybe in the original, which... The only reason that worries me is that because it's like, oh, I just want to know the reasoning why. Is it a budgeting <laughs> thing? Is it a character thing? Just because from there, it's a scary snowball effect that could occur as as you continue to to do these things. But I don't know. 
I'm still very excited for the show. Sure. I'm trying to hold. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see keep that, calm. That's interesting. <laughs> so I'm kind of the opposite of you there, where it's like, yeah, they they could 100% be trying to just play off the fact that they had some budgeting issues, so they just wanted to not use it as much. Um, kind of like a la mm. She-Hulk, where it's like, we just gonna make her a normal person right, sometimes because right. she doesn't have the budget, and then maybe we're trying to play that off. But just remembering the TV show as a whole is like they do kind of use it as like a get out of jail free card pretty often in the show where it's like whenever there's a really big issue in the show. Right. He goes, you know, it's Avastar City. Right. Um, it basically happens like at least twice a season in like the big mm-hmm. like, you know, pivotal moments where it's like he can't do it. He turns an avatar. Uh, and that's just kind of yeah. what happens. So me, I'm thinking using that more sparingly might make that feel a little bit less cartoony in the fact that it's like, okay, so we know that every time Maybe. a big issue happens, this man doesn't have to fucking black out yeah. in order to save the world. Like sometimes <laughs> he, can, he just got some skill. So I'm actually kind of looking yeah. forward to how he might be a little bit more grounded, kind of similar to maybe like The Last of Us, where it's like The Last of Us turned Joel from a superhero to, you know, kind of really just some guy. I think maybe the Avatar right. maybe needs a little bit more of being just some guy sometimes and like having to figure out his his shit the the normal way as opposed to just getting the cheat code of like yeah you know i just fucking my eyes glow and then i win nah fuck that i want him to be a superhero all the time (laughs) and that's the thing too that's why i'm kind of like at at odds with it because it's like sometimes i just like a character being overpowered i think that's really interesting right we're not gonna get any spoilers for the original but there there is a moment where his whole avatar state does become a bit of an issue anyway so who knows how that work anyways but that's future problems but again going back to this trailer we'll see how the co- the continued effects go throughout the entire t- entirety of this first season but cast looks great dude fucking homeboy from lost fire lord ozai is fucking <laughs> he looks crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, what, the fuck? what do you what do you do i was like damn <laughs> he took this shit seriously yeah man it, I, i'm i'm really excited february 22nd man can't come sooner. Yeah, it can't come soon enough, honestly. That is going to be, we're going to get that and the Final Fantasy like a week later. That Fe- end of February is going to be, and, <laughs> and Halo the- probably a week before that. It's going to be the greatest three weeks ever. No, <laughs> yeah, no Halo comes to the beginning of February. It's February 8th, I believe. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah man. It's real soon. Real Hope soon. that doesn't fucking suck. <laughs> Gotta fucking get stupid ass Paramount again, I guess. Uh, uh, one month, baby. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next trailer. This is for uh, the final season of Star Wars, The Bad Batch, the third and final season of that show. I I really enjoyed the first two seasons of The Bad Batch. There were some parts, again, like most of the Star Wars animated of Clone Wars Rebels, there are some kitty shit, kitty episodes that I'm like, I don't care, but I understand because, you know, it's a show for kids. But uh, I'm very excited uh, that, one, that they're not dragging it, and that shit in three, do all this cool story beats and do it all. And then obviously we get the tease at the end of fucking the return of Ventress, a character that uh, a lot of people really enjoyed um, from the Clone Wars uh, series. She has a pretty cool backstory of being a Jedi, going Sith, working for Dooku, lots of lots of betrayals and whatnot. And she's got a pretty, she's got a cool hairdo now. She ain't bald no more. She got a cool, <laughs> cool haircut. <laughs> she got a haircut. Let's fucking and go. A, and a sick yellow lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, I'm liking that we're playing around with colors some more in like the actual canon storyline because I did really hate the, yeah. the blue and green being the only thing. And then only in the video games you could actually do cool shit. Right. Yeah, I feel the same about you with Bad Batch where I think like, yeah, it, it gets a little childish, but in a whole, I think it's still really good animated media. Um, still some of the best stuff that Star Wars has put out recently. So yeah. I'm excited for this. You know what I mean? I, I, I hope that it's as good as the last two seasons that I've watched so far. Yeah, I'm really hoping that Obviously, Dave Filoni. Um, I'm ima- I'm assuming he's writing 
summer, or if not at least the finale of this. I hope his commitment to Ahsoka didn't distract him to write a good show. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what's important of it. Yeah, no, I, I'm very interested in this, and I hope that it ends well. I mean, because Clone Wars and Rebels both had great finales, and so I hope he's a three for three in terms of these animated shows. For sure. That starts uh, soonish. I think it's going to end on May 1st, so reverse math. I think there's going to be 15 Damn. episodes. Yeah, it know. starts. Yeah. End of February, like everything else. Bro, man, February's impact. <laughs> Damn. Good Lord. All righty. Let's move on to our final trailer of the week. This is for Amazon's... Weird, I'm going to Amazon. Uh, Roadhouse, the remake... Roadhouse. ...of the <laughs> Patrick Swayze movie uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and fucking Conor McGregor as the villain, which is fucking hilarious. Listen... If you had just told me about this, I wouldn't give a single fuck about this. <laughs> this wouldn't matter to me at all. Seeing the trailer, this shit looks like it kind of slaps, to be honest. It, it looks could be really fun. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you said it off, off pod before we recorded. Like, this could be like a fresh Fast and Furious type of deal where it's like grounded, two dudes slugging it out, some dumb sh- Like, you know, it could be, it could be some good vibes. Yeah, it, it's definitely giving me some Fast and Furious vibes or something of that nature. Uh, Conor McGregor looking like he might have a little bit of acting chops better than I expected. Like he did not look awkward on that screen. Yeah, like he I mean, he I feel like he plays a character in real life. So I would I'm imagine sure. it's not that hard to play a character on screen. So he's just being a typical <laughs> douche, you know, he's, he's he's yeah. So it looks fun. The action in this trailer looked good. Interesting that's going just to Amazon. I did see that the director, the director of this movie is boycotting his own movie because it's not going to theaters. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't know. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. It looks like it could be like a, I don't know that I'll make a whole lot of money. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal will have to carry the shit out of that movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But it's interesting. I was like, damn. I don't like how comfortable companies are get, are, are are doing that. Of like, nah, we're, fuck it. <laughs> right. Because I just... It's going to suck if it becomes like a really big hit after that. And it's like, well, shit, we should have put it in the theater. It's fucked. Especially if it's like a, it's a big movie with fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. I feel like that just his name and people see shirtless Jake Gyllenhaal, they'll flock to the theaters. And boy got <laughs> ripped for this movie. I feel like I saw clips for this a long time ago. I thought that was like four years ago when they're like, Jake Gyllenhaal went to an MMA ring to right? shoot a movie. I was like, right? this was a million years ago. Because <laughs> I, I remember, especially when he did like the, the weigh-in uh, pose, of course. It's like, I, yeah. I remember seeing that a long time ago. Because like, that was pretty iconic. Where I was like, oh shit, Jake Gyllenhaal got fit again. God yeah. damn. Okay, so I'm not crazy. No, you're not. I was so confused as well. I was like, when, why, how long have they been making this movie? Right, so we did all that to put a fucking movie on Amazon Prime. Man, COVID really fucked people. Goddamn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it looks fun. I'm kind of excited for it. But yeah, I, I wasn't excited until I saw this trailer. Now I'm like, yeah, I'll definitely watch this when it comes out. Right? Hell yeah. <laughs> He's got a mushy face, but he, he looks cool in this movie. I'm into it. <laughs> he does. He does. And he pulls the action off well enough. He's the Prince of Persia. Um, all right. <laughs> let's Moving on. That is the trailer park, which means that is the news. But, you know, our main topic is still kind of newsy. But to do that first, though, we have to head into a brand new fortress this week. Brian, let's do that. And we're trapped. This is a fortress. Uh, a little somber. Pretty sad. <laughs> Quite empty, in fact. It's a really empty fortress. Not to make a joke out of some a light out of the terrible stuff that's happening when we feel bad. But, yeah, we're in the fortress of... 
find another job in IT and don't work in game dev. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> We're in the fortress me. of game um, dev layouts. Layoffs. Sorry. Yeah, listeners. Um, if we thought last year we talked about layoffs a lot, apparently this year we're going to continue that conversation, sadly. So, yeah, Microsoft this year, this year, this past week, had just like one of the biggest layoffs in in video game history i would imagine they cut 1900 staff from its video game workforce Oof. yeah i got so much to say and i don't even know go, where to go. start because there's just so there's so much information in just even this part of it um so first and foremost i want to talk about the fact that we had about 10,000 game dev layoffs in 2023 despite obviously 2023 being one of the best years of gaming probably since 2007 um, as far as like, you know, money right. in, uh, quality of game, things like that. Like we really had a really, really good year of 2023. That comes for multiple reasons. A lot of games that get delayed because of COVID. We know that's, we've been struggling with that for the past four years, things of that nature. So a lot of games came out in 2023 and a lot of really good games came out in 2023. That aside, we still saw 10,000 game devs lose their jobs, which is just crazy. In any other industry, that would be so mind boggling um because like yeah. we're like everyone be like what the fuck happened what did we do which we'll get into right. some of the reasons why that kind of happened but we're currently still in the <laughs> month of january 2024 and we've already it's- had <laughs> 5,600 layoffs in game dev so we're already over halfway of what we saw in 2023 and it is uh, not even february yet and this was almost half <laughs> this was almost this was just almost half right. just from activision blizzard so one big thing about that of course is we do know that if a a company gets bought out um there's any kind of merger things like that there are going to be redundancy right i hate that that's a thing and that exists but that is just kind of a normal thing when truest when uh mm. there was the merger of bbnt and like suntrust for example to make truest bank yeah you can't have two ceos you can't have two hr departments it just doesn't make sense people are going right. to lose their job and it's usually going to be the bigger company of the two that keeps their people as opposed to the the, yeah. the smaller company. that's just kind of the nature of it so that's expected but at the same time that's not what happened here. And that's what's kind of so sad about this situation. Because 1,900 people right. are not just redundancy hires. That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So I guess that's the, the big thing you kind of want to talk about. is like also like the president of uh, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, was, you know, bought by Microsoft um, late this year after going through the fucking gauntlet of whether or not this was a yeah. monopoly. And then laying off these people right after that. I don't even know where I want to start with this. Uh, one, one big thing is like Mike Yabar, the president, he, he left also the, uh, what is there? What was the title? It was, uh, Alan Adam. He was the chief design officer and co-founder of actual Blizzard. He's been working there since basically the nineties. Um, he also left in wow. regards to this. And I bet that was probably some redundancy stuff too. He left as opposed to getting fired because you know, you get a better payout for that. Right. Why did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> all right I, I hate just making like a straight monologue or whatever but i do think it's kind of like no, an interesting thing it, to, to kind of go for what kind of makes me mad about activision blizzard as a whole was how excited everybody was the fact that this merger happened including the employees um i do know a decent yeah. amount of people that worked for activision blizzard or <laughs> worked asterisk because uh, they don't anymore uh and an interesting thing about that is the fact that one issue with this is within four months of them being acquired of course, Activision Blizzard was fighting really hard to get people back in the office. Um, and that happened, you know, mid, probably summer of last year to get people. So that means a lot of people that got hired during COVID weren't living in Irvine, California, which is where Activision Blizzard is uh, stationed. 
And they were kind of right. forced to be like, well, you lose your job or you come and move to Irvine, California, despite. Yeah. Classically, I've talked about Activision Blizzard so much on this podcast, but they're yeah. pretty low paying as far as game dev goes um, in regards to it. in Irvine, right. California. Average apartment is about twenty four hundred dollars for one bedroom. Whereas average game dev salary was seventeen dollars an hour for uh, QA, so those people literally could not afford to Jesus. live in a regular. No. So that happened. No. So a lot of people got put into that space of having to move to this really expensive area, and then four months later, they have now lost their job after being first to foot. So a lot of people that were like, oh. "I just signed a lease, I just bought a house, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. I'm now yeah. fucked. <laughs> I'm now I supremely. No... Oh. You're just fucked. Because, like, what what do you do in that situation where, you're like, you just moved your whole family and uprooted them into a really expensive area, and now you don't have that job that can pay those bills now? Super shitty. Super, super shitty. I'm sure they gave some kind of severance. I'm yeah. sure it's not enough. It never is. Exactly, exactly. So that's kind yeah. of happened. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's such a weird thing to talk about in the sense that, like, I wonder if anyone was given any notice at all. I mean, like, obviously, like you were saying, people had to have known that. Something's were gonna change, obviously, with this huge murder. Uh, I don't know if anyone thought this would happen. <laughs> so the answer to your question, shorthand, is no. They were not giving any notice. <laughs> uh, they were given so little notice that a lot of them found out on Twitter and started reaching out to the news reporters that were reporting on this information to figure out whether or not they were affected. That's how bad this oh, was. Oh no! That people no. that worked there were like, "Hey, what department did you hear about getting fired?" Because I'm not sure if right. that's me. And also, my key code doesn't work now. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so it's like it's that kind of situation. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So that's how badly they did it. That it was not even like a oh, you know, we're hearing little like rumblings and stuff, and like we've known for a few weeks, and we're trying to set up things. Like no, they had no idea, and a lot of people learned from Twitter, and that's egregious. That's just that's not okay. Yeah, I mean, and like I guess my question to you which is there's a simple answer to this it won't solve every problem but it'll help is how do you fix this and it's obviously it's no step one is to unionize yes that's <laughs> easy step number one that's gonna be very hard to ever happen right and it's like the reason is like kind of interesting of like why do they need to unionize because we have so many like corporate spaces where we haven't unionized yet um i work in banking right. where we're not unionizing fucking banking but i don't fear job security nearly as much as game dev which is such an interesting thing because as we know game dev has made more money than movies tvs mm. music all combined game is gaming is in the best place it's ever been ever um, and it's an incredibly lucrative business so a big thing for me is kind of like figuring out why did this happen a big reason it happened was still covid um a lot of people don't really think that anymore because obviously you know we've passed we've quote unquote passed it um, at this point, we've watched really right. good games come out and make a ton of money. But COVID is still kind of having a hinge on things like inflation. So that is the big reason why a lot of this has happened. And that's because gaming spaces are extra greedy. They are way greedier than movies and TV and other spaces in that they really want to expand as far as they can because they want... It's just a fast-expanding space. Oh, gaming's what? Existed for maybe 40 years? It's a very young media compared to like movies and tv and music and stuff like that so because of that it grows so yeah. exponentially and that's created kind of an issue in itself in that 2020 rates for loans were really really low because no one was getting loans because no one had fucking money game mm -hmm. dev took super big like huge huge risk on that and was like we're gonna fucking 
we're gonna use these loans this interest rates are one percent <laughs> let's fucking go so they overhired like shit and they were like we got to get these games fucking out that's probably a big reason why we had really really good games come out in 2023 a lot of game devs were allotted a little bit more time than they probably normally would have where games would have come out in 2020 yeah. and bid you know six out of tens they came out in 2023 right. they actually had for the first time in a long time the ability to sit there and polish them which we know yeah. that's a big thing as well as game dev has a lot of issues with crunch and that's kind of a yeah. big thing there. So going from that is seeing those interest rates and that kind of stuff with loans and whatever the fuck going on with that. They did that. And then they found out that like, oh, we finished the game. We have 300 more employees than we probably should have for the space. And we have <laughs> no more games to come out. We got to start yeah. firing. What do we do? Right. And yep, also we yep, got to pay back yep. these loans. And the interest rates have skyrocketed to, you know, 10,000% right. compared to what they were in 2020. So now people are scrambling. Mm-hmm. And that is why game dev is firing so indiscriminately. And that's what's kind of causing the issue right now. It's also a bad look because this just came after their big little mini showcase they had last week mm-hmm. where they showed off the Indiana Jones game and all those whatever from those like five different studios and stuff. Because, man, if they had reversed those orders, <laughs> oh boy, people would have been like, y'all didn't say nothing. Y'all fired 19, nearly 2,000 people and y'all just... Okay, here you go. Here, look at these games that are coming out this year. From <laughs> right, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I want to say there's a bright side to this. Not a bright side, but like a bright future to to maybe this ending somehow. I just it's I I, I guess the question is like when does it end? Like like how, like how many more studios is right? This specific point right here is going to probably we're gonna feel it for at least the next couple years. I feel like. Probably 2025 might be the earliest that this will start ending, where it's like we're having mass layoffs like this. Right. But also, I don't know. I don't know enough about kind of what the 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 space looks like as a whole, just because I don't I don't work in game dev to know for a fact. Because like a big thing that like existed, you know, over the past five, six, seven years has been like games of a service. Games of a service caused a big issue and rift in game dev because a lot of people were like, well, we need a lot of people to work on this game. Then the game fails for whatever reason, or they stop working on that game, so they have to fire people because they they hired all these people with the idea of they will be working here for the foreseeable future. But unfortunately, right. we don't know whether or not a game's going to be good at launch, and it's kind of like a, a crapshoot of whether or not what I made was good. If it's good, I'll be working here for seven, eight, nine years. If it's bad, I'm packing my bag right now. Uh, <laughs> right. So that's been a space that we've kind of dealt with for a while. Um, now that we're kind of getting away from games of the service, it kind of feels like what's kind of the next era of gaming what what do investors feel comfortable investing in right now i don't right. know yeah i just i i feel like as long as fortnite's alive people are going to try to make the next fortnite it's right so fortnite was a, a great and terrible thing to this <laughs> to the industry because i mean you're absolutely right because like as far as an investor standpoint it's like you don't play video games is you're going to be i want that you're going to look at that and be like right i want to invest in that so you're going to look at a game that's like, you know, some random ass fucking, I don't know, Pokemon Go Future, whatever the fuck. And you're going to be like, I, right, right. I want that game to last forever. And that's what yeah. you put your money in. And a lot of people keep saying that they can like give you that. I mean, Halo Infinite's a great example about that. We talked about that in the news section. It was like, that shows what happens when you're not able to give what you promised. Um, and that game was in development hell. Yeah. That game went through a huge cycle of people just getting, you know, going in and out the door over and over and over again because they really abused uh, contractors in that. They would not hire full time to be a game dev in 343. Um, instead, they hired contractors for 18 months. When you hit that 18th month, you're out. We'll get new people. That was a super huge issue. Right. 
so things like that have caused a lot of issue in those kinds of games and then it ends up with a product that just doesn't fit the bill and then it's like now what do you do a lot of those people got fired 343 had a huge management change and a lot of people lost their jobs over that another microsoft studio so see that i don't just see that sucks and i think the worst thing about it is what's so funny about it is it's like if you go to school get a bachelor's degree and say programming if you go into game dev because you're interested in game dev you want to be a game developer you want to be a a programmer say i don't know levels you're automatically taking probably like a 70 to a hundred thousand dollar pay cut already in working in that space and then on top of that you also don't have any job security why the fuck would you want to be a game dev you can literally go in any <laughs> other space and make so much more money with the skills that you have, but people do it because they're passionate about it because they're artists. I they're was literally going to say, like, uh, speaking as an artist of some kind, like, yeah, why go to school thinking, yeah, I'm probably going to be broke for a long time, <laughs> and you still do it. It's it, it, it's it's insanity. It's insanity. It's so funny because like Activision Blizzard, especially even before they got acquired by Microsoft, was like known as like it was called like the Blizzard pay cut back in the day before they even got like bought by activision oh because you were basically sacrificing pay for having the notoriety of being part of blizzard like that was important for your resume of being like i worked on a blizzard game um but because of that you are oftentimes taking a pretty significant pay cut even in the gaming uh like industry so add that into the fact that it's like i can just go and work for like i don't know a computer science company that like makes i don't know firewall software you are gonna make more money and probably have more job security in that space <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's so yeah. sad like so many people yeah. have dreams like that and they abuse that dream to make money yep. because they know those people yeah. i mean it, it's 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 i guess it's kind of the same issue as like even in your field and like you know acting and things like that where it's like every time that you vouch for yourself or like you know put boundaries for yourself they have 18 other motherfuckers that look exactly like you willing to take a pay yep. cut not make anything like yep. sag for example you're a SAG worker and whatnot, and like you, you know, you do good work or whatever. There's gonna be 18 people mm-hmm. that are non-SAG that are gonna be like, they're gonna be a fraction of the price that are willing to kill themselves for that job. Yep. So that's why they yep. don't pay SAG workers. Because yeah. why would they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's real shitty. Uh, but like, like, like on one hand, you understand it because also everyone, people are trying to survive. People are trying to survive. Exactly. But uh, it, it sucks. It sucks. And it's, it's, it's a gross position that people are put in a lot of the time you know and just continuing the conversation uh you you had mentioned earlier how like some games are like not going to come out from this one of them being how uh from the the these cutoffs we learned that or at least reported via twitter via people on twitter talking about this survival game that blizzard was making called odyssey reportedly uh is no longer a thing just just dead in the water straight candid yo you, you were talking about it when you were saying how like uh, investors talking about like trying to put money towards this game because they think it'll last forever and and sometimes not because they just no they, like like this for example just will ne- ne- never see the light of day because of this you know i'll be really interested to see what comes out around the development hell that game went through because it was it right. wasn't actually announced until maybe like last year maybe late 2022 and we saw some you know some some mock-ups or anything like that but we saw no gameplay and people were super excited about it. And then it just went radio silent mm. for a long ass time. Similar to kind of like what happened with Overwatch 2. So I'm very curious to see what happens with that. Another thing I think a lot of people don't understand about this space is when games don't come out, you generally aren't able to use them on your resume. And that really fucking sucks because oh. of NDAs. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That's so. Say you're a, a level artist or like a world artist or something like that, and you made a bunch of world art for this specific game. If this game doesn't come out, you don't get you to put that it. on your resume. No, and because of no. you, like it's not in your portfolio, and that's another shitty thing about game dev, where it's like that can happen where you can spend six years of your fucking life working tooth and nail on something, and you'll never be able to show it. Never. You'll never be able to show it. Yeah. And that's so Damn, that's I didn't so think about shit. that. That yeah. fucking blows. That's a really big thing that a lot of people don't think about when you go into those kinds of spaces. It's like, yeah, that's a really huge issue of like, yeah, say you, you're a music wow. composer. You made music, this beautiful music for fucking World of Warcraft 2. Shit got canned. Right. <laughs> Someone's like, yo, no what's the last time you worked on a game? Wasn't this six years I spent working on World of Warcraft 2? <laughs> I can't show you that. And it's scary because a lot of those times as well, like that person doesn't even own what they worked on. So they don't even get to they don't get it. They don't get it themselves, either. Either you know? yeah, no matter what. So you have to kind of just make your own shit. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's despicable. I hate that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's really sad that that's not coming out. And I I'm interested to see where that story kind of lands because I know Overwatch two went through some really tough stuff. So if this game yeah. didn't show anything, I guess they were just like it's not worth it at this point. I don't know. I guess it wasn't coming to fruition. Whatever their their vision was. Yeah, rounding out this this Microsoft talk. The one added point that I did say that came at the worst time. Uh, was that Microsoft became the second ever three trillion dollar company? <laughs> what an announcement after you uh, laid off. You said three trillion. Three trillion dollars, second Jeez. ever, only to Apple up, I believe. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yep, yep, and uh, they just laid off nearly two thousand people. <laughs> and that's two thousand people. I I can't fathom enough about like how many people that is. Three trillion dollars, and they laid off two thousand people. Fortnite, uh, Unreal Engine—they they all fucking laid off people too. Fucking Epic Games, they what they they did yeah. nine hundred at the end of last year. Yeah, oh yeah, that big one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're you know they're a powerhouse, and when it comes to money, like mm-hmm. they're back on Apple Store mm-hmm. again. Speaking of which, oh yeah, yeah. My honestly, my real final saying of it is that you gotta unionize. You got you gotta vouch for yourselves. Yeah. You gotta fight for yourselves because otherwise, you are just gonna keep ending up in this situation. That's not to say that it's anyone's fault at that level of being right. a developer and wanting having a dream and to want to make video games because you make amazing work and you deserve the rights that you have. But if you don't do that, you're just gonna keep getting fucked, and this space is gonna die as fast as it came to be if this keeps happening because. I don't know. This just isn't. This isn't fair. This isn't fair to artists. No, it's not. Tough place to be with to be in, and obviously, we hope all those people land on their feet somehow in some way. Yeah, I think that was the saddest thing is seeing so many tweets of people being like, "Yes, I was one of the people that got laid off, looking for work. If you have any leads, and it's like, damn, right? Those those are just people, you know? Like <laughs> those are people that like clearly corporations they don't care because their names on a list to to most of those people that are sitting in them offices the talent is too high for the care to be so low exactly exactly i mean and like continuing past microsoft this is also coming out this week that um rikon games uh apparently they laid off 60 to 70 percent or 80 or 60 to 70 people which was roughly 80 percent of their workforce this is according to kotaku obviously not not a huge company but still sucks still yeah. something what, what still they make outriders 60 to 70 people that uh, they made a game called Ruiner, which I have no idea what that is. The studio had just announced a new project in 2021, so it, clearly something's been going off with that one, and something bad happened. You know, 
I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I was in that space. I, I don't. We something has to change. Game studios have to move and stop being in those spaces that Hollywood and stuff like that exists. Uh, unionizing has to happen. Yeah. It just it's just so unaffordable to do those kinds of things. Like I don't understand how you can expect someone to to work for your company if they don't make enough money to even afford a home in the area that you're based mm-hmm. in. But then you expect them to go back to work in office, right? I just I, just be for real. So many good games came out yeah. during COVID. So I just don't think it's a good excuse mm-hmm. to say that you work better in office and then you fired all those people Absolutely. four months later. I just I just don't see it. Yeah. Continuing, yeah, fucking this this was the one you were talking about actually. Outriders and the Bulletstorm developer, people can fly. They laid off more than 30 staff members. Um again, these are small scale things, but these numbers they add up and they're like I in my head, like the worst thought possible would be like, I wonder if they did this now. As soon as they saw that Microsoft one, they're like, yo, we should do this now because ours ain't gonna look as bad as two thousand. Right, right, right. No, no one's gonna talk about it because you know, we just had it we no, silently, no. quickly. <laughs> Just let those people go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think a lot of companies do that. They look for those big things. They're like, yeah, this is the time. Go on, get ahead, pack Slide your bag. Slide under the radar. Yeah, go ahead, pack up your yeah. bag. It <laughs> sucks. And it's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that part right there. Mm-hmm. yeah there's a there's a good mini duck on why game prices going up more is not what is going to make the game industry better it's the same thing of like a mcdonald's hamburger is not going to cost eight dollars more because you pay people 15 dollars an hour it's that kind of situation oh and that's why games cost 60 dollars for so long before they just finally raise it to 70 dollars um, right. It's because it doesn't actually directly affect creating games. So it was kind of interesting to kind of look into that. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I might rewatch it again, and we might have to talk about it at a later date. But it's it's really interesting to see how like yeah. how games are made, why games are made, and what kind of goes into like how games get the budget that they do. And a lot of it does not have to do like sales. Yes, do matter to investors, but as far as like production of games costing sixty dollars. Not much of that actually goes back to the developer by any means. Thinking about like Super Mario 64 cost 50 bucks and that game came out at 95. Right. right. Um, and then, it, you know, Final Fantasy 10, which came out, what, 10 years later came out <laughs> and that was $60. Just 10 more dollars. Despite inflation being rabid uh, between those 10 years, you know. And now right. today, yeah, Baldur's Gate so. 3 still costs $60. Only $10 more right. than Super Mario 64, which came out 20 years ago. 30 years ago, actually. Yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to say this is this is the end of this trend, but it's probably not. Very much how like the actors and writers strike happened last year. We maybe maybe a big a big change is coming for this industry and hopefully it'll happen this year. I think it has to. I think it has to get which is so funny because Blizzard actually unionized or tried to unionize, at least at the QA level, and it still happened to them. Um it has to get worse before <laughs> it gets better. So hopefully this is the worse before the better. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. All righty, Brian, that was the news-ish. So that's also <laughs> our main topic. So It was something. It was something. Shall we move on to our final segment of the week? Let's do it. <laughs> all right. This I'm upset about it. <laughs> a segment we, we like to call free for all listeners, title pending. This is a segment where we kind of do whatever we want. Talk about a day, talk about a life, fight, uh, nap, argue, do whatever we want. It is free for all. I can very quickly go first because I'm continuing the trend from last week where I'm still rattling off things that Happened over the holiday break because I did a, I watched a lot of shit 
<laughs> well, during that time off. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Aquaman. I'm not going to really spoil it because it, it's Aquaman. Too. What's it's the fine. spoil? None of that shit matters. That's no, the spoiler. That's what I'm saying. Nothing matters. I will say, if you enjoyed the first one, you're probably going to enjoy this one. It's more dumb fun. I don't think it's as bad as people were saying it was. Momoa is still cheesing it up. Uh, I think Patrick Wilson's the the only one actually acting in this movie. He's really good and fun. Uh, I like that they gave Black Manta his spotlight as the the one and only villain. Finally, he's still good. Shout out to Yaya. He deserves more. Yeah, it's. A, I thought it was fine. It was a good time. Again, it was probably because I had low expectations. Also because this universe is dead now. It doesn't really matter. Who cares? It's just a fun movie. It's a fun ride. And I, I could, if this movie came out in like 2004, people would have fucking loved it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would have been Spider-Man this level. Is, this is the equivalent to like Fantastic Four. No, it's not as good. No, uh, not Spider-Man level. Maybe Fantastic Four. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, it was a fun, good time uh, when I watched it however many weeks ago, probably like a month ago at this point. Um, but did yeah, it do no, well? it was a good time. I didn't, I didn't want to cut you off, but did it do well? I don't think so. Because I, it fell under the radar for me completely. Like I, Since we took the break, we weren't talking about it, and like I saw nothing in regards to like marketing for it. Oh, dude, I don't even think they had a premiere. I think they just, like Warner Brothers didn't even want to pay for a premiere, <laughs> like red carpet of the, for this movie. I'm Damn. like, that's so fucked. <laughs> that's so cold. Damn. Right. Bit of a bummer, but and a, and a bit of a literal wet fart to end this this universe on. Man, what a weird 10 years that this universe existed. <laughs> Literal 10 years from Man of Steel to Aquaman 2. <laughs> yeah. And this is what, that's insane. Oh, that's yeah. Insane. It did not do super great. <laughs> <laughs> it had a budget of 205 to 215 and then made a box office of 412 million. It probably had more budget than that because this movie was reshot like four times. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about like the fact of like marketing and stuff, which it sounds like they didn't do that much. Maybe they didn't spend like the same amount of money for it, but like maybe it, it maybe. like maybe just skirted by on making like a tiny profit. Maybe. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> oh, remember when they canceled Batgirl? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> maybe go ahead and release that. <laughs> release the tapes. Right. And then the other thing I watched was uh, Echo, the. Mm. Disney Mar- Marvel TV show, five episodes. They released it all in one day. This show, again, didn't really expect much. Thought it would be, you know, it fine. Um, very reminiscent of the Netflix uh, shows. And I think a decent way. Not in like, a, oh, this fucking sucks now. <laughs> one, much like Aquaman, this show got butchered in the editing room. I think this was originally supposed to be eight episodes, maybe. They had to butcher it down to five, which is, there's moments where you can absolutely tell. I will say, once again, the fucking endings of these shows are absolute trash. <laughs> I looked at the runtime. I was like, as soon as I saw it, it was like 36 minutes. I was like, this is going to be dumb and really bad and rushed. And boy, was it. Potentially one of the worst endings. Like, literally the last, like, two minutes, I'm like, oh, we're not even going to talk about what just happened. Just oh, no shit. epilogue, no, no, oh, credits, done, okay. <laughs> they said, get Real the shit weird. out the door. Really weird. But I want to talk about because I think it's important because, uh, well, what's her name? I think uh, I think it's pronounced Alakwa. I'm saying that correctly. I think it's Alakwa Cox who plays uh, Echo. I think she's a fucking standout. I think she does a really good job and she's uh, got a, a really good performance in it. I will say, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Obviously, uh, Kingpin is back. I love the two of them together whenever they're in the same room and talking and whatever. I, I really enjoyed it. I wish there was more. Um, I loved all the cultural things that were going on throughout this um, TV show. Um, I really vibed with it. Um, but again, I think the ending was just kind of lackluster. I think there were some really cool moments in it. 
I think it's a pro and con that it was five episodes and I was able to pitch this in like a day and a half. I was like, all right, cool. I'm done. Wipe my hands. Don't have to worry about it no more. Um, and yeah, I want to see more of Echo in the future. I don't know what capacity, um, either season two or as like a, a three episode arc in Daredevil's new show coming out at some point, whatever. But yeah, I think I think she's too good to 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 waste. And I hope that people have seen that because she is good. She's good. She's really good. Yeah, I hope they realize that at Marvel and do something with it and not just like give up on it. Because it kind of sounds like they were giving yeah. up on it pretty quickly when they put it on both Hulu and Disney and they put it on immediately. That was yeah. the first Marvel show to put out everything as a whole since they yep. made Disney Plus. So That's I was like, mm, yep. they don't believe in this shit. <laughs> no and i doubt no. the watch that was, was was super yeah. strong i haven't seen it yet but i do want to watch it i do plan on watching it so i'm glad to hear it's not the worst thing ever after secret invasion no, i am pretty burned that yeah <laughs> it's better than secret invasion yeah, it is better is, than secret invasion <laughs> that is not hard to do but i'm glad that it is <laughs> no <laughs> but worked. yeah 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 shout out to echo i hope you i hope you get we see you do some other cool shit and as usual shout out to god of war ragnarok brian what you got for us this week? <laughs> Boo. Uh, <laughs> I have an interesting video game to talk about, which I'm sure you've heard Ooh. the buzz around this game. Oh, I know where this is going. And that I have We're talking played about fake Pokemon, fake baby. Pokemon. <laughs> they, we got Pokemon at home, and this is Pokemon. Uh, I'm talking about Power World, uh, that game. A game that I literally had zero interest in playing whatsoever when I first saw that trailer a few years <laughs> back. But it's finally come out. And everyone is rabid about this game. And I got forced to download it. Pokemon with guns, and I, baby. I have now played it. Oh so boy. first and All foremost, right. I want to talk a little bit about the fact that like people are complaining that it's you know stealing too much IP from Pokemon itself. Uh, potentially could be made with uh, artificial intelligence. All this other shit. Those are all rumors. No, oh. Most of those things are pretty unfounded. Uh, I will say that some of right. the Pokemon or some of the piles, they call them piles, not Pokemon. Uh, do it's resemble Pokemon. <laughs> yeah they do they do <laughs> resemble some popular pokemon that you may know and it's coming from someone that is not super into pokemon so i do not know many outside of the original 151 but i still can <laughs> notice that like i know a pokemon that looks like that you know what i mean you sent us a fucking like tiktok about the dude talking about that's black lucario and he's like Nah, nobody's wrong. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a Nubis. So it's not black. You call, that's that's like Nubis. <laughs> that's <a> Nubis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, some of them are pretty egregious. Yeah, it, it's been a pretty pretty tough go for them. That aside, I hate and don't hate this game, and I'm a I'm a talk about why. Uh, Brian, <laughs> have you gotten your first gun yet? Oh, absolutely. I got my gun pretty. Okay. And that's what's so disjointed okay. about this game. The guns are so unnecessary. And I think it's honestly the, one of the least <laughs> fun parts about the game. Because it's just so, there's no rhyme or reason for it. So what they're kind of trying to do, I don't know if you ever heard of the game Ark with the dinosaurs. You know, Ark 2 was supposed to come out someday. Yeah, yeah. But it hasn't yet. Um, it's giving that kind of situation where it's supposed to be kind of like an, oh. a technology advancement kind of simulation. of a, It's a survival game. Let me say that first and foremost. Right. So if you play like right. Minecraft or Rust or Ark, any games like that, it's very much that game. And then you also add like a kind of like Pokemon Legends of Arceus kind of aspect to it, where it's kind of open world. The Pokemon are roaming around mm. the world, things like that. They put that into it. One of the big parts about it is like the technology tree that they have, where it's like based on how you level up, you can unlock like more technology that's like more advanced. So you start out like you're using wood and spears and bows and arrows and things like that. Oh, Eventually, 
yeah, you start unlocking metal and you know electricity oh, minecraft yeah and stuff like that where it's like oh, okay well now like you know we have conveyor belts and shit like that like that's what they're trying right, to do right 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 it's really disjointed this sounds like one of them games you gotta fucking have a second window open to figure out how to do all this shit to, to an extent yes so the reason that i'm enjoying the game is because it's it's a chore simulator most survival games are chore simulator where you right. gotta you gotta farm you gotta you know, cut some trees down, mine some rock shit like that mm-hmm. to get anything going. And like, it's mindless. So I enjoy doing those kinds of things. The actual Pokemon part right. of it is not super interesting to me personally. And one of the issues with it is that oh. AI is fucking garbage. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I have a clip that I, I might, I might send you guys. I might send you guys where it's like, it's so funny that people are complaining so much and fighting over this game where it's like the gameplay is literally some raider saying they're raiding my base. And then half of them get stuck halfway up trying to chase to me because the ai just breaks and they just stand still so i just poke them with my spear or kill them with my fake lucario and they don't do a damn thing they just break they just don't exist it reminds me a lot of fucking redfall i told you guys about that game that came out uh from microsoft where it's just like sometimes the ai just will stop working and they just won't fight me anymore right that happens so often in that game where it's like this is so fucking janky and stupid that's so funny that happens but outside of that like the game has some really interesting concepts and i don't hate it Hmm. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so that is uh, a reason to like it already. Ah, okay. uh, so I got it on okay. Game Pass. Of course, it's $30 on Steam. Uh, Steam, the only thing about Steam is you can get like more people to play on a server together. Uh, Game Pass, you only have four, where Steam, you have 32. Damn, that's a big-ass difference. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, the game is breaking records, dude. It is breaking record after record. It, it is the current, it's right now the <laughs> highest played game on Steam right now. That to me just shows... The power of fucking Pokemon, man. <laughs> and I think that's Pokemon really the biggest will never thing. Die. <laughs> I think that's really the biggest thing is the fact that like people yearn for this kind of game so much from Pokemon, but Pokemon refuses to make this kind of game. And we all know that right. Scarlet and Violet yeah. was just kind of like a really fucking stinker of a game that barely runs on your yeah. fucking you know system. So because of that, I think people it, it was the split gate of Halo. Like when Splitgate came out in like 2019, mm. our re-release in 2019, we hadn't have Halo in like five years at that point. People were just like, I'm just rabid for a game that's just like a game that I enjoy. Similar. Yeah. yeah. So because of that, Splitgate did incredibly well during that time and it wasn't it didn't get dethroned oh, until okay. Halo Infinite actually came out. I think it's the exact same thing. I think if anything, this is gonna get fucking Pokemon companies steamrolling to be like Game Freak, <laughs> make one of these shits. Make RCS2 better. Right, right, right. But it's really funny how I went from like poking people with a spear to being like, oh, you got a little uh, green monkey? Give him an SMG. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Ex- let me. How do the guns work? So the technology aspect is like, that's fine if like you, you grow into getting metal and like stone and shit like that. And that's fine. But you get guns for your Pokemon way quicker. Or your piles. I mean, I say Pokemon. I don't want to get sued. Uh, piles. You get your, you get guns and shit for your piles way sooner. Because you're you'll get sued for saying it. Right, right, right. Uh, maybe I don't know. Nintendo and and Pokemon company kind of crazy. That's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I want to I want to keep my shit straight. But it's like one of the first things you see is like you get like Pokemon. It's like a fake Volpix essentially, and you can put a right, collar on right. them. When you put a collar on them, Volpix. you can pick, just pick them up and use them as a flamethrower. And it's like that's fine. Whatever. That, oh, that's fine. Okay. And there's another one where it's like you find a monkey. He's a grass pow where he's like he's grass bases attacks a grass base for no reason whatsoever uh-huh. you can just give him a submachine gun they don't explain why <laughs> they, they don't say that that's like his you know what i mean because like the firefox it makes sense because like yes of course he uses fire i can pick him up he spits fire he's not like shooting like nuts or something no shit, like he Diddy shoots no, a he submachine gun with ff like fmj bullets 
he shoots. He he shoots for no reason. And I'm just kind of like, so funny. huh? Okay. And that's like one of the first Pokemon you see. Like it's maybe like the sixth Pokemon you see when you play the game. And it just gets more off the road. You said Pokemon twice now. I don't. At this point, if you want to sue me, you don't know my last name. Fuck you. Uh, Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah. I don't know. It's a crazy game. What a fucking hilarious concept. Yeah. It's really weird. They seem to be patching it quickly. Let's just make Pokemon call them pals, change the colors, and give them guns. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I don't care about this game. But they somehow have like struck right. lightning in a bottle somehow. It's insane. Because like we've known this is coming out. And it's insane that like, to me, it's like, I guess Nintendo really doesn't have a case. Because like, again, like we've known that this game, we saw a trailer for this game months ago, knew it was coming. Everyone called it Pokemon with guns then. And now it's out. And Nintendo's Game Freak, nothing. That's I don't my know. Thing. If they are waiting or if they're just like, whatever, it's a different market or I, I we think, can't touch them or yeah, what? I think if they had a case, they would have made it by now. They have talked about how like they're looking into it. But I think if they had a case, they would have made it right. way before this actually came out. Also, I think maybe they thought it was yeah. going to be a non-issue because it wasn't going to like come from anywhere. I know, like, of right. course, Nintendo doesn't own pokemon company i guess they i don't i guess they just work with game freak i assume they don't own game freak it's not like a, a, a right. bungee situation where they're owned by microsoft but if it was nintendo nintendo will see you for fucking nothing uh so i think nintendo if it was nintendo <laughs> yeah. it was up to nintendo they would have sued these motherfuckers pants off from the moment they dropped their first trailer yep. uh but i guess pokemon company yeah. is more so looking to see what the what it looks like and now that it's such a popular game now they might be trying to get their pennies i was about to say, could you imagine if they like did an official team up with them as like a or like an update or some shit, and said, you know what, fuck it, that would be great. That would <laughs> that would be the dream, honestly. To just be like, hey, you guys did a cool thing. Let's help make it better. That'd be a dream they for never a do it because it's Pokemon with guns, and Nintendo <laughs> will be like, no. <laughs> Sorry, I re- I remember an interesting point in time where they actually I don't know if in the center, I guess it was Pokemon Company that actually sued a sex worker, like an OnlyFans uh worker. Oh, I remember you telling me this yeah, story. Yeah. Her name was like Pokemon Princess or something like that. And they were like, we're not going <laughs> to let you do that. So they sued her ass right, right. until she had to change her name. Yeah. yeah it's like shit like that where it's like they don't, they don't play with their IP. They don't play. They don't play. No, 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 no. That's why I was going to ask. Has there ever been a, like a, <laughs> has there ever been like a Mario with guns? <laughs> I'm sure someone's made a mod for that. Has anyone tr- ever tried to do this something like, I mean, Smash is probably the most violent. There's guns in Smash. Yeah, guns like, in Smash. Fox, yeah. Fox uh-huh. has a gun, uh-huh. you know? Uh, I'm sure someone's tried. I'm sure it got killed immediately. Uh, a dude actually right. made a, a Pokemon mod for Power World to turn everything into Pokemon and your main character's Ash Ketchum. And he said, Nintendo's coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> that was within the first week that the game came out. He was like, I made this mod. And he's like, I'm taking down this mod. <laughs> That's so insane. That's so... <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they they don't fuck around yeah. when it comes to their money. There's a reason that oh. there's a dude that's still fucking paying. He's got to pay his paycheck for the rest of his life towards Nintendo after fucking stealing from them. Yep. Oh, but you are you gonna keep how you gonna keep playing it though? I'm probably gonna fall off eventually. It's a hyper fixation right now. That's what I was gonna say. Like, how is there an end game? Like, can you get to a point where you've just built? So world, it's in early on. access, so they're planning on adding a lot of stuff right now. But it's like I can get to max level oh, okay, right okay, now, okay. and then at that point, I'll probably just run out of stuff to do. Um, right now, I'm at right. like level twenty seven, twenty eight. I'm like fifty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I have some friends that want to play, so I'm probably going to start like a new world with them or things like that. So once the kind of like vibe dies off, it's kind of like the lethal companies or the 
I don't know. Other games that kind of like catch wind for like a month and then die out. I feel like it's going to be that kind of yeah. game. If they don't keep updates going really hard, it's going to be that if kind Nintendo of If Nintendo kills it, yeah. yeah. So I'll play it until everyone's kind of over it, and then I'll probably just move on with my life. Until the servers crash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. what if it, it's going to pull like a Matrix online? <laughs> everyone's going to celebrate as the server crashes around them. That could be cute. I'd be into that. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice, man. All right. I like it. I like it. Pokemon with guns. <laughs> Alrighty, listeners, that is our show for the week. Look at that, Brian. We're we're not a mini so We've done it once again. <laughs> you can email us, listeners, at thefortressof at gmail.com. Fortress spelled F-O-U-R for free to email us any feedback, recommendations, questions, or anything like that. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and the YouTube channel at the Fortress of You. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandma, tell your cat. Follow the three Bollywood R's. Rate, recommend, and review us. Uh, to everyone and everyone you know uh, thank you Jackie for helping out of the pockets every week thank you Brian for the art Alex for the music and Devin thank you for being here even when you're not here you can find Brian on Instagram at ITC underscore by the way Alex at Peterson Films and Devin at uh, on a date night at date night, date night. happy date night Devin happy date night uh, <laughs> next week who knows something will happen <laughs> hopefully nothing terrible in the world please please as usual listeners happy holidays and put a code on it's code out there just kidding. Global warming is killing us all. It was 70 degrees like two days ago. There was still <laughs> snow on the ground. This world is fucked. <laughs> all right, listeners. We'll see you here next week on another episode in the Fortress of... Hell yeah. Aquaman.